Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds. We are back for episode four of our uh, postseason interviews, and we are here for um, two people who wish they could have made it a lot farther in the game, uh, but just unfortunately circumstances made them get cut way shorter than they would have wanted. So uh, Chris and Paige, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, excited to talk to other people, get more perspectives on what happened, even though you guys didn't make it as far as you would have wanted, but it's the game, I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I would have liked to make it farther, but I also, by the end of the game, I was, I was an anxious wreck. So I'm glad yeah. being that <laughs> I did not make it so far. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, emotionally, this game wrecks you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I, was shocked by that. Like, how much real emotion was involved um, when you're, like, meeting people over Zoom. Yeah, I mean, I I won't lie, I cried quite a few times in my seasons. So. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> All right, well... Before we get into the game talk, um, here's our icebreaker question. What is your favorite season of Survivor and your favorite player? Chris, go first. I feel like I feel like you'll be better at this. <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, the question caught me off guard. Um, favorite season? Wow. Probably Heroes versus Villains. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Solid pick. Um, the one I recommend to people to start, uh, I usually re recommend um, Millennials versus Gen X or David versus Goliath. Yeah. So those are like kind of my favorite because I think they're really well rounded. Um, my hot take favorite, Survivor Got Bone, is great. <laughs> people crap on it all the time, and I don't know why. Like, great season, ten out of ten. Second podcast in a row that Gabon's been brought up. So. Amazing. <laughs> thrilled uh, favorite players i feel like i relate a lot to gabby Pascuzzi. i relate a lot to uh you know christian hubecki um i relate to shan i would love to play a game like shan that's the goal that's the dream i yeah. do think i come off a lot of times as abrasive as angelina so those are the players that i gravitate towards yeah that makes sense uh chris any any favorite players uh players hi colleen from season one i i don't know just her like classic going personality trying to just go with the flow kind of like sean kenneth like I, i'm like one of those people that just kind of try to go with the flow yeah that makes sense i mean it's always cool to bring up season one players so um but uh yeah and let's uh Let's hit on um, what got you guys to play Vanquish now before we get into the actual game. Um, like, how did you guys, how did Kristen get a hold of you guys, or how did that happen? Um, I think I liked the Survivor Vanquish page or something, and she had reached out to me, and I had... Um, raised money for Give Kids the World in the past, and when I found out that's the cause we were playing for I, I came out of retirement to play again because <laughs> it was such a good cause but yeah yeah, yeah sure. I 
relate to that. I had, it was actually my first org, unlike everybody else who lied about it being their first org. Um, and I, um, have been working with Give Kids the World, um, making embroideries to raise money for a great cause. Um, and as somebody who like grew up with chronic illness and was a big Disney fan, like I understand the value of having something to look forward to when you are sick. Um, and when you're a kid, you don't, with chronic illness, you don't get to have a normal childhood. And so the cause meant so much to me. And she messaged me and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe not. Um, and then once I found out it was Give Kids the World, I was like, yeah, let me, let me jump in. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I'm trying to remember what I, I always tell Kristen I got into it from Reddit or something, but she doesn't know how her application got onto Reddit. So I, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> cool. Yeah. She messaged me because I had posted the embroidery in the Travis spoken Facebook group. Um, I happened to check my DM requests. So fate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes, honestly. Um, well, let's get into the game itself. So you guys both end up on the Kapala tribe initially. So what were your initial impressions of Kapala? Nerves. <laughs> like, when the game first started, I, I was a mess. Like, I didn't know up from down, like, the introductions and then meeting joe and mike and sierra and all them at the beginning everything was just kind of a blur then once we started doing tribe introductions i knew i i knew i wanted to work with paige but um she was unbeknownst to me she was really tight with amy and i was kind of apprehensive with amy just on account of she has played in these games in the past and mm -hmm. um she when she had talked about her previous placements, I'm like, well, what did you do to get earn you those placements? So I was kind of like apprehensive to work with her, but I, I felt good with Paige. And then JJ approached me right at the get-go and he suggested working together. And I had already had in my mind that I wanted to work with Paige. And so um, when he suggested that he wanted to work with her, I worked worked out where uh because amy was uh page wanted to work with amy and then i wanted to work with jj so we had a solid four uh, but unbeknownst to me jj was working overdrive and making alliances with everybody so <laughs> yeah. came back to bite me later on right so J jj was the first person i talked to and initially i felt really good vibes um and then honestly like what started to turn um was talking about chris because like i the same thing that chris said about amy is how i felt about chris i was like he's played before he's like very much like trying to lead the group he's like always suggesting group calls like this man's gonna be a leader like i think he's more strategic than he's letting on um and so in my first call with jj i was like are you worried about the people who've played orgs before which side note i think kristen has mentioned this very silly very very silly thing to focus on of people who have played in orgs before mm -hmm. um, as a first time player for whatever reason i fixated on it um because just because you played before doesn't mean you actually did well <laughs> <laughs> but like i started talking to him and like in the back of my mind i'm thinking there's five guys and there's four girls and i was really really concerned that that would play into the dynamic um and so when i was bringing up to jj like 
oh, I want to bring in Amy. He was like, I don't trust Amy. Don't trust her at all. I want to bring in Chris and Renee. And I'm like, cool. Three guys and me. And they're probably going to pick up all, pick off all the girls, like, one by one by one. Um, so that was a huge concern of mine, um, kind of going into it. Uh, and then also, like, I'm a snake. <laughs> I, I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm not a loyal player. Um, and once I realized that uh, Chris wasn't actually – you know, this big, like, super strategic, like, he was gonna, like, you know, mastermind the game, like, he's genuinely, like, a really loyal guy, I was like, oh, shoot, I'm the exact opposite, um, and once he realizes I'm a snake, uh, I'm, I'm done for, <laughs> like, I have no tribe loyalties, I will not go to rocks for anyone, um, so, yeah, th those were kind of my first impressions, I, I really got close to Amy and Rade, um, JJ and I have a, a, a storied history, um, and I was nervous about him, very strategic guy, um, was legitimately making a lot of alliances combined with some of my preconceived notions based on very little. Um, and I just kind of filled in the blanks in my mind and I was able to kind of paint him as both like a very strategic player and somebody who was a threat to the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, it was really interesting. Your Yours and JJ's relationship was just up and down the entire season. It was like, you trusted each other, then you didn't trust each other over the Barbie movie, and then... Okay, side note. This man, in a comment, just said the Barbie movie was trash, right? <laughs> and so I based... Like, that's a bad take, objectively. It's a very politicized take. <laughs> I, as someone who wanted to work majority with women, I'm like, okay, this this guy's like clearly got not gonna be great for me. Like, I made I jumped to a lot of conclusions. Turns out he's just a hipster. Like, he doesn't like popular media. But the man should be informed that like that's a bad take to put out into the world. Um, and then once we, which we'll talk about later, but once we got to Battleback Island, we reunited. Legitimately feminist icon, amazing <laughs> dude. We now talk every day. I'm like, oh, when I go to New York, I'm going to hang out with him. Like, <laughs> he's such a good guy. Yeah. But based on the information I had at the time, I'm like, myself. It was just wild. I mean, yeah, common sense is like, when you're talking about, like, a movie or someone that someone is passionate about, I feel like you shouldn't just immediately jump to, this is trash. <laughs> Generally, I wouldn't say in any intro talk with somebody, you should make any strong statement that anything is is strongly negative. Um, <laughs> like on on the other hand, like I did I I did jump to conclusions way too fast. I could have pushed back against him, but I was genuinely really worried that um, I had already like kind of pitched Chris and he had gone back against me. So I'm like, I can't pitch anything. And like to my favor, like once I started playing dumb, that's when he pitched a final two to me. And so like, yes, there was a lot of miscommunications back and forth, but I feel like we have, we're like, y'all should see our personal texts. It's like couple therapy for hours at a time. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, walk me through both your perspectives on then JJ getting voted out initially. I mean, you, you already touched on that, um, Paige, but just like, what happened at this first tribal council for you guys? Um, I was stunned to be honest because I thought the four of us were working together. Yeah. So as soon as he was voted out, I was like, "Oh man, I'm in trouble." 
Somebody pulled the wool over my eyes. I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, so from my perspective, JJ had told me, like, hey, I want to work with you, and I think we should pull in Rade, who, again, was another man. And he's also mentioning Chris as a man. Uh, like, they're, they're taking out the girls. <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy theory. Um, at, at that point, like, Rade and I started talking. I love Rade. The man is fantastic. Um, genuinely amazing. This entire cast, mm-hmm. minus plus or minus one or two people, is fantastic. Um, and uh, so I start talking to Riday, and like Riday, I'm like, hey, I really need an outlet to talk shit about people. Can I talk shit to you? And he was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but you're good. Like, you're good to curse. People have said worse things on here. Right. Um. So I was, you know, and very openly, he's like affirming, as opposed to JJ when I like just even bring up Chris's name, he's very like combative. Um. So. Rade and I start talking and we start realizing, like, he starts talking about his conversations with JJ, and Rade probably put a few lies in here or there about how close he and JJ were to make me be threatened, which worked, um, but we, at some point, we loop in Amy, and the three of us develop the two Barbies and a Ken alliance based on <laughs> JJ's dis- dislike of the Barbie movie, and so every time we're on a call with him, we're just texting each other verbatim what what he is saying. Um, so I started, like, that really started to bond us, regardless of if JJ was actually untrustworthy. The fact that we were all on the same page, I was like, oh, this is so complicated that I know they have to be loyal to me because they couldn't be lying about this and doing something else on the side. It would be too messy and complicated. Um, so then we were talking about, like, Leo's name came up, Chris's name came up, JJ's name came up. JJ was worried about Chris because Amy said that Chris and JJ have a final two. And so, like, there was tension there. Um, I didn't want Chris to go. I didn't want Leah to go. I thought JJ was more of a threat. I also thought he hated the Barbie movie. <laughs> that was reason enough for me. Uh, we looped in uh, Victoria and Holland. Um, and I think he got Anthony last minute. And then we go to the vote. We vote out JJ. The original plan, side note, was that there would be two votes on Leah and um, the rest of the votes would be on JJ. And there was one vote on Chris because it was, in reality, it was Leah voted for Chris, JJ and Chris voted for Leah. My big brain plan was we will convince Chris that JJ is the one who voted for him. Leah voted for JJ and then like somebody else voted for Leah. Like we were going to like mastermind it. Then we get to tribal and Leah's like openly yelling at Chris. And I was like, cool, that's not in the plan. That's not in the cards. Then we get back from tribal and Chris is like, what happened? And we were like, yeah, (laughs) like, you know, be like, JJ said your name. (laughs) And it worked for the most, you know, for, for a little while, but uh, I don't think, I don't think that was a good enough lie to convince Chris long term. (laughs) (laughs) my biggest downfall i think in this game was i can't naive in the past i've played messy games like jj's like in the beginning and you see where it gets you so i was like coming into this game i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try to lie i'm gonna play a, a good clean game and i think that's where it got where it got me is like i i just went into it with the wrong mindset and i also 
the preconceived notions. I should uh I should like getting to know like Anthony. I, I come to find out he's one of the coolest dudes ever. Mm -hmm. Just from the the get go, you you kind of have these preconceived notions mm -hmm. that automatically like alienate you from certain people. And by the time I I was developed a relationship with Anthony, it was too late. So yeah, I totally get that. I relate to preconceived notions potentially <laughs> being bad for your game long term. <laughs> no worries. No yeah. worries. But in all honesty, I, Paige, I did have your back. I, I, if I could backpedal, I should have gave Amy the benefit of the doubt. But like, kind of like what you were saying with the oh, she's played before. That was in the back mm -hmm. too, and the, that whole why did she play so so low in her first couple games? That was always on my back burner. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm sure we're going to touch on now um, going into the swap and what happened at the first swap vote uh, for you both, because it was really interesting that it ended up being unanimous votes on both sides at the, at the first tribal councils. So um, what were your initial thoughts, though, of, of your swap tribes, where it was four people from each original tribe? Oh, it was us first, so I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, that was my worst nightmare. I really think the twist, I would have played so much differently if not for the Gabon twist. <laughs> and if I had had any idea, if I had had any idea that we were going to swap, um, but I did not predict it at all. Um, so we go into the, the challenge and like we had to rank each other and I'm number two. And I'm like, great, big, big target painted on my back. I also like had a large part in orchestrating the JJ vote, mm -hmm. just targets left and right. Um, then, like we choose our tribes and I get swapped with like my closest people were Amy Rude, Amy Rude, right? The two people I'm not really close with, but are like still in a, kind of our alliance are Victoria and Holland. And then Leah, who is just like out of touch, like not wild card, wild card, loose cannon. Um, and so, and then on top of that, we lose the challenge. Terrible, horrible. Um, also, I was like, you know, which Chris will talk about this in a second, but like, I was worried because Chris is like upset that he's like ranked low. And I was like, oh my gosh, if he swaps on our tribe, then I'm going to have to like figure out how to deal with that. So like a lot's going on. Then we lose the challenge and my not, Victoria wasn't there. So mm -hmm. I had been told by Amy previously she had already had to send in a vote and so but she didn't know that i knew so i couldn't just like message her and be like hey you sent in a vote right because like that would be weird mm -hmm. um, so I'm going into a swap tribe where i believe that it's a four three right because i don't think victoria can vote um, the other two people are Holland and leah then i find out leah just puts together a group chat of like two people like random people and just says pick your favorite person and add them to this chat. And I'm like, okay, I'm not in this chat. I don't know what the strategy is. I don't understand. Um, and then I'm ranked super high. So I'm like, I have no choice but to, like, it's it's going to be me. Like, if they're, if they're making a smart move strategically, it's going to be me. Mm -hmm. If they're making a smart move in terms of, like, who's not a loose cannon, it's going to be Leah. So I hop on a call with Trevor and immediately he's like, we are four strong. We are not 
moving. Le- I will go to rocks for these people. And I'm like, I will go to rocks never. <laughs> Leah, here you go. Do you want the Do you want the majority of our tribe here? Just take it. It's fine. Um, and then I hop on a call with Ben immediately after, and he's like, I'm willing to swap. And I was like, Oh shoot, I may have made an error. Um, but again, like, what was I going to do at that point? I have to get Leah and Hollett on board and then get somebody to flip. Like I had, there was no world. Mm-hmm. So, and Sid kind of said the same thing of like, I'm willing to swap long-term. Um, so that's kind of how we determined the Leah vote. Then Victoria comes in and is like, Hey guys, I can vote. Um, what are we doing? And at that point it was too late. Like I, we couldn't, I, I had already served Leah up on a platter. Right. <laughs> so that's how that happened. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's hard to deal with that type of player. I had to deal with that type of player on my season for basically the entire time, and it was yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> Which I will say, I did listen to your other podcast, and Kristen was like, yeah, if they were smart, they would have gotten Paige out early. But I am strategically consistent. Mm-hmm. I'm strategically consistent in that I'm self-interested, but at least you can predict what I'm going to do. I'm not going to put random people in a group chat. And <laughs> right. Say, Pick two of your favorite people. Um, and I also had significantly more information than Leah, like significantly. So at the very least, it benefited them because they could keep me another round, get my information, and then vote me out. But the Leah vote, it was in everyone's best interest to get her out. Right. It, it totally made sense as well in, um, from my perspective watching it. So, um Chris, so then you on the Swap Kapala tribe, what was it like over there? And, like, you weren't in a great position after the JJ blind side, so what was your thought? Like, what, what did you want to do? I'm not going to lie. When, I, when we first swapped and I saw the rankings, I was confused. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I thought I... I uh, was in a better position in my tribe. And that mm-hmm. kind of was the first indicator, you know, maybe things aren't quite what they seem. So I considered at first flipping, Chad was really working on trying to get me to flip, but I was still Kapala loyal and I was gonna like, I don't know. I think that was my down- downfall too, is I was gonna go down with the sinking ships. Mm-hmm. I stuck with my original tribe and was voted out but but at that vote that was yeah logan was voted out at the first swap tribe for kapala yeah well uh, initially i thought okay maybe we're gonna kapala's gonna stick together we're gonna get the tribe back together once we merge and ride it out i thought we like i honestly thought we were gonna tagi uh or pagan the other tribe and then uh i guess did they did they kind of give up logan in the way that i gave up leah yeah that that's <laughs> i thought that we were gonna vote michael and lo and behold it was me <laughs> yeah i mean and like looking at the numbers it would have made sense had they kept you and voted michael out and kept their you know your numbers strong so like i i don't blame you for thinking that that would have been the logical move to keep going through right. Like I tell everybody, there's no point in trying to, there's so many what-if scenarios, don't drive, you know, drive yourself crazy trying to think about it. Right. Played out how it was meant to. Right, exactly. So, 
And then on the other side of that double twist page, you have the Holland vote where you're blindsided. And I, yeah, production was uh, very sad to see Holland go. <laughs> I know. And like, it was my fault. Like, yeah, I take the blame. Um, because right before that vote, I had six pendants. <laughs> well, I had six and I'm like, hey, I have six. And the next, I think what we needed to purchase was nine. And he, he's like, I have three. And I'm like, wow, he has three exactly? That's really convenient and kind of sketchy. <laughs> um, so I was like, hey, if you send me your three pendants, because we're kind of dancing back and forth. And I'm like, he's not going to just send me this to buy it, right? Um, so I'm like, if you send me your three pendants, I will send you the advantage. And he's like, okay, yes, sold. And so my thought is, best case, this builds trust. We can use this advantage for the two of us long term. Worst case, I use it to paint a massive target on his back because I know what his advantage is and exactly how he can use it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I got hung up on the fact that he had played orgs before and hadn't told me. Again, kind of a stupid thing. Uh, I, I did have like bullet notes that I was going to tell Amy and Rade when I got to the merge. And the funniest one is I had one that said, Turns out Holland's a snake, and then the next bullet point is, whoops, Holland isn't a snake, but I kind of, the train has left the station. I don't know what to do about that. Um, and so I was talking to Ben, and I really trusted Ben. It was clear to me that Ben was the center of, of that alliance, because every time I talked to Sydney, she said, I'm going to go talk to Ben about it. Every time I talked to Trevor, he was like, I'm going to go talk to Ben about it. I had no idea how close Ben and Trevor were. And the ironic thing is that, like, coming into the swap, I wanted to work with Ben and Trevor. Those were the two people. I was, like, intimidated by Sydney because she was listed high. Susan, I tried to work with. There were no roads. She was, she was loyal, just not to me. <laughs> so I was like, Ben and Trevor. And then Ben says, oh, I don't trust Trevor. Like, I don't really know him. Like, I'm closer with Sydney. I'm like, great. You, me, Sydney? Like, let's do it. Um, that was a huge part of, I think, my downfall. Um, which is not recognizing because then when I started pitching Trevor because he didn't trust him, he suddenly like is weird about it. Mm -hmm. anyway, so we think it's going to be Susan. We we were like, hey, we gave up Leo on a silver platter. You give us Susan on a silver platter. Um, it was definitely the best move for Trevor to keep Susan. Uh, clearly the best move for like it was the best move for them, right? Like they could pagong us easily. Uh, I told Ben that. Uh, Holland had this advantage with the intention and the thought that these votes, it usually comes down to two people. And I want to make sure I'm not in consideration for either. So I want to make sure that if they're discussing it, that it's between Susan and Holland and not between Susan and me. Right. Which worked. <laughs> Just, I wish I had been in on the vote because then we get to that joint tribal and, um, I, Victoria and I vote Susan, and they voted Holland. Right. Absolutely screwed my game. But, like, Chris, if you want to, wait, was that the one you were voted out? Yeah, that was where Chris was voted out, yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about. Yeah, I wish I could have done, I wish I would have done things differently, but. Right. Yeah, um. So Holland gets blindsided, and I know from talking with Trevor and Ben and Sydney last night, I I do remember you having this big reaction to Holland getting blindsided, Paige. 
I have so many thoughts on this. Because it makes the thing that makes me mad is people pretending that the reason I got voted out later is because I had a big reaction to Holland. Mm -hmm. First, a a right. I wasn't tipped off before that it was Holland. Right. People in my alliance. So I clearly had more of a reaction. Would it not have? Okay. B. It was objectively worse for me than it was for Victoria. Because here's here's the circumstances, right? Um, number one, I find out that, you know, Susan knows I voted for her, right? That relationship's dead and gone. Right. There's no recovering that. I tried, and she brought everything back for the other one. So I'm like, okay, we're, we're donezo there. I had given that information to Ben, and clearly that's the reason Holly got voted out. So I know now that he is spreading that information directly back to Ben and Trevor, right? And they spread it to Victoria. So now Victoria's mad at me because I didn't tell her about the Holly thing. Um, I could have recovered that better. That was my bigger mistake, was not recovering that situation better. Mm -hmm. So now I can't trust Ben because he's giving every information to everybody else. Susan can't trust me. Victoria doesn't trust me. Trevor is immune to my wit and charm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trevor legitimately awesome guy, humble, kind, incredibly smart, um, immune to my charm. Um, and, uh, you know, Sid, Sid, I, I guess I had a fine relationship with Sid, but she wasn't going to do anything without Ben. So I'm in a bad position with like every single person on the tribe. Victoria, on the other hand, thriving. So like, yeah, I had a, I was in a worse position. Of course I was mad. Would it not have been more sketch if I had gone back to everyone and been like, okay guys ben you told everybody else yeah it's fine like that would have been so much weirder right sent off more red flags so like i think it's unfair to say that like oh that was my big mistake is that i was too emotional on the holland vote i also wanted people to think i was an emotional player rather than being a strategic player i you know i think about gabler and the ellie vote mm -hmm. and, you know they were like oh he just voted her out because he hates her i wanted people to think that I was an emotional player. So I played into that. Um, I'm not an emotional player. And so that didn't really work. But like, <laughs> what else was I going to do? <laughs> yeah. And hearing you speak on that, like makes total sense. And like, I don't I don't know, it just like, I remember back in my season, the one time I wasn't in on the vote afterwards, I was also pretty mad because it's like, I didn't get tipped off on what happened there either. And I was worried that my position had gone down as well so you know i i feel like just anytime you're not blindsided or anytime you are blindsided i think it's right for you to be very apprehensive i just think it would have been weirder if i was not mad about it because victoria had been tipped off so like she didn't it's not weird that she wasn't mad because she had time to process her emotions i wasn't tipped off so if i reacted coolly like you know i just think it would have been weird yeah for sure. Um, well, we do get to this big Susan vote um, with the advantages and everything. So walk me through uh, Amy and Rade sending these advantages over. and Yeah, so I knew Rade had this advantage before, like the second he bought it, right? But he didn't, Victoria didn't know that I knew. She did tell me about it, which was great. And so Rade sent it to her, obviously, because he didn't know that she would eventually tell me. Mm -hmm. So she had that advantage. Um, I, it would have been the best move. I, I fully, fully bow down to the fact that 
at the Hollywood vote, it would have been the best move to get me out. At the Susan vote, it would have been the best move to get me out. Um, so at that point, I was like grasping at straws. And I was like, I if I just survive one more vote, it might be the merge. Um, so Victoria has this communication blocking uh, advantage. Mm -hmm. I have a block of vote. The block of vote does not work on a tie, like on a re-vote, which I also think is very silly and was unfair to me, but whatever. <laughs> uh, Amy sends me the extra vote that I told everybody that JJ had. So that was hard to recover. Uh, <laughs> whoops. I'm already in a you know, bad situation. We are at a 4-2 minority. Right. The idea that I could have made any better move is wild. Um, so at this point, I'm like, Ben is my saving grace. Like, Trevor is immune to my charm. Sid is not going to do anything without Ben. Susan hates me. Uh, Victoria's with me, but we're two. So I'm like, we're going to have to do some tricky math. Victoria and I stay up super late at night talking about, do we fake advantages? Do we fake confessionals? What do, what do we do left and right? And eventually I'm like, you know, like, I had no reason to trust that they were actually going to vote out Susan mm -hmm. because I knew it was the smartest move to vote out me. So I'm like, at most I can just bluff. So I call Ben and I'm like, Hey, regardless of how you vote, Susan is going home tonight. And he's immediately freaked out because of course that means I have an advantage during the call. I get sent the extra vote. <laughs> so like I have that visceral reaction on camera and do like a maniacal villain laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, he kind of relays that to the rest of the three. At that point, I'm like, okay, he's telling everything I say to the rest of the three. But at the very least, if I give Ben all of my information, 100%, and he doesn't hear that same information coming from Sydney or Trevor, he'll know it's I'm the only person who's telling him, me that, who's telling him that, and he'll know that I'm not trying to play everyone. I knew he was the center. I was like, he's the only person who can save me. I'll hop on that train. Um, so we both play this game of like, regardless of what you do, Susan's going home. So you should vote with us as a sign of trust. Mm -hmm. um, we get to the tribal. Everything I said was true. Um, I could have been a lot meaner because Ben also sent me his advantage as a sign of trust because it was a bad advantage <laughs> that, was that people would have to vote out loud. Right. I could have played that to be mean and I didn't because I was like, Susan's sweet. Like she, she's never done anything wrong for me. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so didn't play that, played everything else, um, put a huge target on my back, but I was like, this is the only option. Right. Made it through the vote on a four, two split when they should have voted out me. I think that's, that's pretty good. All things considered. Yeah. I mean, you, you made the play, the only play you really had left at that yeah. point. So unfortunately I had to play every card in my deck. Yeah, unfortunately, and 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 the battle back meant that the merge didn't happen the very next round. Yeah, which it should have. So, do you want to move to that vote? Yeah, let's move to your demise. Unfortunately, um, R.I.P. Me. Um, so I do want to talk about something. Yeah, just about challenges generally, because I feel like. The moderators got mad at me for asking, not mad at me, but like I, I asked a lot of pedantic questions, but I, I do think it's important to talk about accessibility when it comes to challenges. Mm -hmm. The reason I ask so many questions is because I'm a person with a disability. I need to find loopholes in order to succeed in these games. 
And if I'm not advocating for myself, nobody else is. Mm -hmm. So it was really hard for me when we had a challenge that you benefited from being able to use two hands and Trevor could only use one. Right. I think on the one hand, I understand he agreed before the game on the one hand. Uh, <laughs> he agreed before the game that like, Hey, there's probably going to be challenges that I can't participate in, but the, the structure showed us that we were actively incentivized to vote Trevor out because accommodations were not being made for him. Right. So that really bothered me. We would have won that challenge had he been able to throw twice. I think it's a reasonable accommodation. The ABA would agree. I think in the future, that's something that should be considered in future Bankfish games. There's my piece. Yeah. <laughs> so I we go into the challenge. We lose lame by one point. Um, I go back. Again, I've survived three votes that would have probably been best if I was voted out. Uh, I immediately am not feeling great because we're talking Sid and Trevor back and forth. Like, that's the vote. They're, they're like, oh, we don't know what we're going to do. And it's like 10, 20 minutes before I hop on a call with Trevor. I'm like, okay, clearly I've made an error in that Trevor does not trust me because I have been actively pitching his name to Sid at this point, And he knows that. So... I'm just trying to feed that flame. I tell him, hey, I didn't trust you. Straight up, I didn't trust you. These are the reasons why. I think it was Sydney. That's the reason why. <laughs> but, like, he's keeping me on the line for 20 minutes. He's talking about nothing. He's lying on the floor. He's making a lot of passive-aggressive comments about how messy of a game people are playing. I'm like, okay. Writing is on the wall. Talk to Sid. Sid is a terrible liar. I'm like, yeah, I just really wanted to make it to jury. And she's like, um, I said something like, I want to make it to jury. And she's like, but, but who knows? There was one season where the person who got gets voted out tonight, like might be on the jury. And I'm like, okay. Wow. But I was just like, the, the conversation was so uncomfortable that I was like, I'm not making either of us sit through this. I'm going to go talk to Ben. Um, ben is the most excellent liar I've ever met in my entire life by far the most impressive player in the game. I'm fascinated by every single move he made. I think Trevor was in on a lot of those moves and I didn't know about it, mm -hmm. but just generally. Um, I talked to Ben, it's like seven minutes before tribal. I'm still not given a name. And I'm like, we did this to JJ, right? Like I've been on the other side of this. But Ben talks to me, fully gaslights me. And is like, don't over-exaggerate. Like it's gonna be Sid, no big deal. I'm like, maybe it is Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent liar. I also had a deal with Victoria in which like we both told each other like, Hey, if it's your name, like tell me, even if it's one minute before tribal, she lied to me still very hurt about it. Um, just because of personal relationships outside of the game, mm -hmm. um, and various other aspects that we won't turn into group therapy, but um, she says it said a minute before, as soon as Trevor said like, Oh, a really good player is getting voted out tonight. I was like, Oh no. <laughs> I don't think he would compliment Sid like that so publicly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, like, there, there was nothing I could do. Um, and so on my way out, I'm like, hey, no hard feelings. You guys should have gotten me out three votes ago. I'm the most dangerous player in this game. And then I'm told there's a battle back, and I really regret it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I wouldn't, we wouldn't expect everybody to know that, we were doing a battle back um, at that point. Predicted it though, because at one point I did predict that it would happen. I think you and a couple other people were definitely thinking about it. 
So I just I feel like I I'm not sure how many, but like definitely a few were thinking about it. Um but yeah, we get to the battle back uh, with the challenge, and you guys are making chats and everything, and this is where you and JJ have your reconciliation, and it is this really amazing, like, conversation that I feel like really helped JJ start to become, like, a better Survivor player. I hope so. Let, let, let's be real, Jake. Like, I am told there's a battle back, and I'm like, this is my worst <laughs> seven people here and five of them i've had a hand in some way even if i didn't intend for them to go home like i i have directly targeted these people yeah and i hop into the chat and everyone is yelling at me <laughs> it's like it's like you ever like show up to a restaurant and you like bump into your ex imagine all of your exes are eating dinner together <laughs> like it's so much worse um so yeah i uh it was and then on top of processing everything that had just happened, zero out of 10, would not recommend. Um, I called Holland at like six in the morning, his time, cried for like 25 minutes. Oh, and then I was like, I've got to go make amends. This is purgatory. Battleback is purgatory. <laughs> and so I called JJ. There's like 40 mods on the call. And I'm like, no, stop it. Because at this point, JJ doesn't know why he got voted out. Like he has no right. idea. And I also told every single person that I interacted with that he didn't like the Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> I also formed an entire alliance based on his life of the Barbie movie. <laughs> so I start talking to him and I like just genuinely start confronting him. I'm like, why don't you like the Barbie movie? <laughs> <laughs> and we have this conversation. He's not a misogynist. He's a feminist icon. He's great. Wish I wish he had shown me those parts of his personality when he was in the game. Right. Um, and I do think that was a flaw of his game is that we connected strategically, but we didn't connect personally. And I connected really personally, personally with Amy and Riday on various topics. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I felt really guilty. Um, and I'm just going to give JJ every piece of information I can possibly give him every piece of advice I can possibly give him. Um, we talked like, various times for like two hours and like we you know i was sending him voice memos i sent him screenshots of like what i was going to tell amy and riday we brainstormed like what he should do when he gets back in the game did he follow any of my advice no <laughs> the advice. And so I, I was a, a, i atoned for my sin um and now we're friends that's great and yeah so <laughs> Yeah, I am. Um, that's probably one of my favorite moments of the season, honestly. It's just. Because it was my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Are you on the call? <laughs> I think a little bit. I, um, I don't know if I was there for like a full two hours or whatever it was, but I definitely saw a bit of it. Yeah, and then the mods are freaking roasting me in the chat, like, ooh, do you think maybe we jump to some conclusions about people too quickly? I'm like, have I not been through enough tonight? <laughs> right. You had me and Suzanne coming at you. <laughs> yeah, Chris was fine. No, Chris was not coming at me. He was just asking questions. Yeah. Some unnamed people decided that I was lying about everything I said, 
<laughs> decided to attack me. And so I made a chat that was battle back minus one person. Uh, and listen, I don't know what to tell you. I was, I was in a bad mood. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I, I'm sure we can gather who that one person is, but we won't name. Uh, we talked later. It's whatever. Whatever. There's, there's some people who get out of the game and they have bad takes. They have bad reads, and you try to correct their bad reads, but they are so convinced that they their reads were completely correct that it is hard to get through to them, and they assume you're lying and that you have malice. No malice. <laughs> and I hope, and I think, based on on things I've heard, like I I do think I eventually got through to that person to actually tell them what happened during the votes. But rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, JJ gets back in, everything happens. But so what are your guys' thoughts on the outcome of the season? We get JJ and Trevor in the final two. Trevor wins by one vote. Just what are your guys' thoughts on, on what happened after Battle Back was done and everything? Gabler made a good comparison in the sense that he said that JJ reminded him of Jesse. And I kind of, I saw those parallels in the sense that he came into the game, like, wanting to make big moves, and then he got proceeded to get voted out. But then once he got back in, he tried to adjust his game, and he, he did adjust his game, but I felt, I felt as though the jury didn't really see how much, like, much like uh, me, I didn't know he was making all these moves. I didn't know until he finally was talking at the final tribal about mm -hmm. all the different moves he made. I'm like, holy moly, this guy was a player. Mm -hmm. He was a contender. He does deserve my vote. Like, even in the final tribal, uh, Paige was there. I was going back and forth. And JJ made very bad argument. And I was happy to see that it all came down to one vote because I think he was very deserving. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Paige, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean... Immediately getting back in, of course, I'm rooting for JJ. Uh, I have dragged this man constantly. I have to root for him. I have no other choice. I'm a total But also, genuinely a good guy. And I was like, I've given him all my information. If anyone can get the vengeance that I want, it's JJ. Um, so I was hoping that he would go back and connect with Amy and Rude, obviously, because those were my biggest allies. And I was rooting for both of them. Um, I think the best player of the season was Ben. Um, I don't know if that's considered a hot take, but that was just my perspective. And so I think it was harder for me to root for Trevor just because I'm such a big Ben fan mm -hmm. in terms of his play. And like Ben was a lot flashier. Like you could tell you knew exactly how strategic Ben was. And like Ben also had an, an excellent social game, right? Two people, three people. I, I I never thought he legitimately was my, like, I was his number one, right? But, like, Sydney and Trevor both thought that they were each, you know, number one. Um, I didn't get that information from Trevor. I We didn't really have strategic talk. So I didn't get to see that side of him. And I think Ben got to see that side, and that's why he really pushed for him. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, unfortunately, like, a lot of us didn't get to see that. And we also just didn't really bond on a personal level. Um, so, you know, that was a little bit harder to root for. But, and then with JJ, obviously, like, it's like, oh, well, if, if I didn't get back in, JJ got in. He's like an avatar for me. Um, I think he overcorrected a little bit. 
he played so hard in the beginning that he had to overcorrect. If he had played the same way he played when he got in, he would have been out first. Right. Um, my plan, if I got back to the battle back, was to come back and be a villain and just, you know, live on borrowed time, be iconic. I, I came back wearing Princess Diana's revenge dress. <laughs> like, I, I was ready. I was like, borrowed time, it's fine. JJ legitimately was like, I want to win and I want to play. I had my time to make my mistakes. They're going to see me as a threat anyway. I'll just come back and be the biggest threat. JJ had to do the exact opposite. So he really had to play dumb. Um, he really had to underplay. And I do think he had really, really good moves. And I think he had some great tribal moments. Like, I, I do think, like, calling himself a snake, calling himself a power bottom. Hilarious. Iconic. <laughs> um, talking about the idol that people didn't know about. Yeah. He got very nervous at tribal, final tribal. I would have done the same. I would have fully thrown up. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I was rooting. I was rooting for JJ because I love to root for an underdog. Um, but I'm I'm glad that I think both of them had compelling cases, and it, I'm glad that it wasn't a blowout either way. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice. I feel like most Vanquish seasons, like I know mine was, I know last season was a close race between Kevin and Mike P. Um, like I, I think like just in general, Vanquish has a lot of close results. I think it's more fun that way. Yeah. Like I think, I think if it had been a Ben and a JJ, or a Ben and a Trevor, or a Victoria and a JJ, or a Victoria and a Trevor, it would have been a blowout on the other way. I think the other thing that was hard for me with Trevor is I am a snake and like, I could not fathom that he would bring Ben to the final two. So like, to me, that's like, Oh, this is a bad read because he would think he could win or he's just so loyal that he like would bring him to the final two knowing he could win either way. I'm like, I would never make that move. you know. <laughs> um, whereas JJ is my, like, we're both snakes. So I was rooting for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some interesting stuff. So I know like the jury, and and maybe Ben could have honestly, he probably would have articulated his game so well um, anyway, but like that jury, some of them were not very happy with Ben. Like they were treating him like Russell Hans. <laughs> sure, sure. But I respect that game. Which is yeah. I wanted to play with him even after he betrayed me. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, right. Like that's, that's me. Like, I don't actually care about the, the personal friendship element of it. It's like the, like the best game. And like, it's kind of like Cochran when he voted for, um, did he vote for coach? He did vote for coach, I believe, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, you got me. Like, you got me. Like, that's incredible. And that's that's kind of how I would feel. Yeah. Jury, let's be honest. Like, that's the biggest tragedy of this season. I would have been so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the jury did miss out. But it definitely, it definitely still was dramatic at points. Like, so between like some people trying to figure out like Renee trying to figure out whether v Victoria or Ben voted for him. Wild. <laughs> Wild. That, and I think that's a testament to how good of a liar Ben is. Yeah. Victoria was close with Renee the entire game and Ben convinced him so thoroughly that Ben was the one who had to break the news to him. Right. That Victoria did not betray him. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, and I, I believe Ben said last night he wishes he could have played it off, but it just didn't seem possible, I believe is what he said. I'll have to go back and listen to, but it, that'll be up the same time this one is. So, um, 
But uh, yeah, I guess with that, um, the only other question I have is, um, if asked, would either of you uh, play Vanquish again? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I had so much fun. Um, <laughs> I love Kristen. I love Shane. I love Melissa. I think all of the mods are incredible. I feel like I, I had such a good time and y'all are all such good people. It's such a great cause. I didn't think I'd be good in a mini. Um, I, I, but I would love to come for a returning season. Yeah, as, as someone who is not good in minis, I, I, I think full seasons are more fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm a social player, like, yeah. and I think it's, it's harder when you have 15 minutes to be a social player. Right, you have less time to connect with people and mm -hmm. just have to make gut decisions immediately. Yeah, but this is, this is my first org. This is not my last. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, there's only one reason that I would play Vanquish again if it ever happens at this point, but uh, we'll have to see. So, Chris, are you out of retirement or is this? Oh, I, I would definitely play uh, in Vanquish again. We're fam now. Like, I, I think, <laughs> like, I, if the opportunity ever presented itself, I'd, I'd, I'm a shoe in. Well, if we ever are on a returning season together, maybe we can actually form a good alliance <laughs> where the snake does not betray. <laughs> oh, you're, I don't see you as a snake. You did what you had to do. Yeah. I appreciate it. You're too nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and obviously, you know, Kristen and Shane just did second chances the season before this. So, I mean, I'm sure they'd, they both love the second chances theme, so I'm sure they'd do it again. I'm biased, but I think a second chances theme would be really fun. Yeah, <laughs> I would love, I would love to play with pretty much everybody who I played with again. Um, I think it would be interesting to see, um, and I would like opportunities to vote out some people who have wronged me. Um, so I think a returning season would be fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know that all of us genuinely loved your season. Like it, it's been, it's a great cast, great season, as we've said. So. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are going to be coming back. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but with that being out of the way, we are done with this. And, uh, next week, I think we'll be doing more, um, more of the cast. I believe, uh, we just have to schedule that, but I'm excited to hear from more of the people that, um, were on the jury as well, get their thoughts. And so, um with with uh that uh we'll see you all next time on the tribe of nerds <laughs>